You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hello, everyone. I am here to record a special quick little, well, <laughs> you guys know I say quick. I'm, I'm not good with brevity, so we'll see. But uh, in my mind, a quick little uh, episode for y'all because Rachel and I actually decided to take this week off. Um, if you have listened to last week's episode, you know I kind of ended by saying that to her, like, listen, like you taking the time you need is way more important than, you know, the coaching or the podcast or any of that. So feel free and, you know, we chatted. She decided that that was the best thing. And so I really just wanted to jump on here and kind of speak to that a little bit. I, I really, really honor her for saying that and taking that time. And if you've gotten to know Rachel over these past uh, few episodes, you know that that was really tough for her, right? Like for her to ask for that time and to not show up for something she wants so bad and something that she's committed to really is a stretch for her. And then like, you know, she definitely has some of the people pleasing stuff that so many of us women have. And so to feel like she was letting you guys down or letting me down and still being able to work through that and do it is really, really big. So first off, I just wanted to really honor her for that and show everyone here who does do that people pleasing stuff that we all tend to do that. Often people are, you know, just as happy for you to take care of yourself. Like I'm certainly, you know, thrilled to to be in that position where she feels like she can ask for that and she feels like she can honor herself. And, you know, obviously this isn't just about her. This is certainly about her new baby as well. So that's important to say too. But again, I think just really cool to see that. And I wanted to highlight that. I also wanted to say, and this is important, is that this is one of the reasons I wanted to showcase this on the podcast, right? Like when Rachel told me she was pregnant, I was, you know, obviously thrilled for her and her family, but I was also really excited to bring that to you guys here because I think that this is the stuff that happens in business when life happens, when, you know, we need time that no one's really talking about, right? <laughs> you know, we're kind of only talking about like the the big flashy metrics instead of some of like the resilience that's required and some of the hard choices and trade-offs that happen. And so just super happy that we're able to share that on this season of literally too. I think, you know, obviously I want to keep showcasing client wins in every way possible, but for me, this is a huge win too. Like her seeing that her business can still go on and that she can still take the time she needs, which we'll dive into a little bit more. But I really just want to say that this can still be a win and it is right. It doesn't have to be just showing up a hundred percent, a thousand percent at the sacrifice of all else, right? It doesn't have to be having 13 clients fly in the door. Like it can be feeling that spaciousness and be feeling enough to take that extra time, right? The win can be having content that can be repurposed and work for you. The win can be valuing yourself enough to not feel like it has to constantly be a sprint, right? 
So much of these are just musts that live in our heads. Like I must have success fast. It must look a certain way. I must show up no matter what. I must prove that I'm all in. I must not need that time for myself, right? I think that was something um, Rachel had mentioned in our call last week, you know, was just feeling like, gosh, how is everybody else doing this so much better than me, (laughs) right? Um, And of course, we know that they're not, but like that becomes the perception like, I must show up in a certain way or I'm not getting the win, right? And I literally see this as such a huge value add in business is to know that you can take the time as much as you can dive all in, right? Personally, if I wanted to take a full year off to have a baby, I effectively could easily repurpose content, repurpose stories, repurpose videos for a full year, still keep a significant connection with my audience, still deliver a ton of value and start selling again when I was ready. Like, do you see how that's just as valuable sometimes is building a business that doesn't just give you the monetary freedom, but that gives you the spaciousness to come and go as you please in many ways. Now, none of my clients freak out. That is not my plan. This is not, this is not saying that that is my plan. But the point is we have to see all sides of the value that these businesses provide, right? So yes, they provide the potential of a ton of uncapped income, which is freaking amazing. And they provide the opportunity to take that time when you need it if you really let yourself let go of the pressure, right? So I really want to highlight how this is just as much of a win as when, you know, we're adding tons of clients and income to Sam's business or when Monica's hitting the 10K month or whatever. Like this is just as good, if not better, in my opinion, because it shows you that you can prioritize yourself, you can prioritize your family, and your business can still go on as you do. Obviously, we want Rachel to come back and make money and get clients and do all the things she was starting to do before she needed that time. But to not come back at square one, right? To not be in start-stop mentality anymore, to know that her business is still connecting and giving value even when she's nursing her babe and taking care of herself, like that is tremendous, right? And I think our industry has just swung so, so, so far to the money as the only metric (laughs) kind of mentality that we forget to take in these moments. We forget the value of being your own boss in ways that aren't just monetary. Again, you guys know I care about the money. I think that you have to care about the money to have a successful business. I think that it's basically impossible to have uh, a long-term successful business without thinking about that. But Again, I also feel like there's this other side to the coin, which is like, if that's all Rachel cared about right now, she could, but a lot of other things would probably feel a lot harder and would be suffering a lot more. Like she could have showed up for this call this week. Of course she could have. Like she's amazing. She she can do anything she wants, right? But what what would have suffered? Would her mental health have suffered? Would her time with her kids have suffered? Would her you know, commitments that she's made to her family have suffered. Like that's really helpful to look at because we are whole humans, right? Like this is the reason most of us wanted out of and left corporate 
right? Because corporate America basically doesn't recognize that you're a whole human, (laughs) right? You're like a whole big human with like a life and a family and health and, you know, needs and all of these things. And like corporate America almost entirely disregards that. And that's, again, why so many of us want it out. And so then we come into our businesses and we almost forget (laughs) that that was the whole point and that that was such a big reason. And so for Rachel to kind of be in a season of being like, this business can support me in being a whole human with lots of needs and multiple layers, and it can work holistically within the context of that instead of just like, over here, I'm supposed to be a mom. Then here, I'm supposed to show up a thousand percent and like run at everything and all of this stuff. Like that's where it gets so dicey, right? And so really just wanted to give this perspective and context, whether you're in uh, this season personally, whether you're in a similar season, whether you're not at all and you just want that reminder that like if and when you ever needed the time that your business can support that too, I think it's so so important. Another thing that I want to speak to here is that ultimately Rachel will get back into this, right? This isn't like a, oh my God, she's like gone. Like, no, like she's taking a little bit of time. She was only three weeks, you know, past birth when we last talked to her. So she will get back into this and she will probably in many regards, feel better than ever. You know, she won't be in so much pain, right? That pre- the pregnancy was causing her quite a uh, tremendous amount of pain. She has the st- stability of her husband's work situation that's not as stressful. She's finding ways to get support with the kiddos. You know, she's now seeing how the business can still live on through all of this. And to me, that is what will be such a big takeaway and game changer for her long term right? She has said in the past that there were always these pressured timelines on things for her, right? And this is what can help her let go of that and really lean into that conversation we've had of the business will always be here for you. You know, she's talked a lot about how um, she thinks that, you know, she was coming from such a um, scarcity place in the past because she was like, the business has to perform at X level in X amount of months. And she was doing all of that stuff to her. And I think, you know, certainly was trying to work through it in relation to this, but I think even, even was bringing a lot of that to like, I have to have X amount of things happening by X date because of baby, right? And again, of course, that makes sense. That's a huge, huge life event. But I do think that it's interesting to see how the timeline has always felt really present and really pressured and how this is kind of a season and a lesson for her in letting that go and knowing that the business will still be here, right? And so I want to speak to that because I think that's relevant no matter what you're dealing with as an entrepreneur is this idea of like all these pressured timelines and how much turmoil they often create because it's like we're almost always on the edge of like that not happening, the business not working. Like I think Rachel's coming to that point where she's fully deciding, you know, like I'm in this business long term, right? Like if if I need a couple extra weeks, fine. If I, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of PR while it grows, fine. Like I think she's really starting to find that unwinding of must work by X date or blank because she doesn't want to give it up, right? Like it's not or give it up. She doesn't want to. So if you know you don't want to give it up, like guess what? You get to let yourself be in it, right? Um, A lot of people ask me how I killed it so quickly in business. 
um, you know, had 20K a month my second month in business and, and really grew from there. Um, and I always think it was because I wasn't trying to. <laughs> Um, I remember like so vividly, I remember exactly where I was. I remember having this moment um, in a parking lot. I was like in parked um, in a parking lot with my mom. And um, I remember just like sobbing in the car and just like fully letting go of the timeline in that moment. Like I remember our conversation at, I remember so many people on my mom's side of the family who were entrepreneurs telling me like, business will take a while. You're not going to, you know, to, like, you shouldn't, or you're probably not going to expect to turn a profit even in the first year or two. And I remember just kind of having to surrender to that. And I remember that conversation. I remember just crying and fully kind of letting that go. Um, and, and again, I don't think that's actually true. <laughs> like almost all of my clients, um, would, would say that the exact opposite has been true for them in terms of, you know, timeline and profit and all that. But you know, a lot of the advice was coming from um, entrepreneurs that had run, you know, in-person, kind of more like brick-and-mortar type businesses. But it was really helpful that I had that advice, actually, I think, in a sense, because it normalized for me, you know, letting go of the timeline and staying in it. And I'm super, super grateful for that. And I, I really see that being so important. You know, and of course, I didn't want to decide it would be years, but I think it was really effective to be like, okay, and even if it is, this is what I want to do kind of mindset. And, you know, ironically, I've seen this with so many clients too, when they aren't like must happen this month, <laughs> you know, it tends to happen in a different way and actually so much faster. Like the the pressure of like must have X right now usually freezes us, usually changes our action, usually puts us in this deficit the freedom of, and even if it were a couple more years, would I hang for that? Would I stay in it? That releases so much tension and helps you show up so differently. So it's like the beauty of Rachel taking this week off and saying, you know what? I actually do need that time is that it's because I'm in it anyway. If it was like, because I have to get back into it as fast as possible, because I only have three months for it to work and da 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 she wouldn't be taking this time. She would be showing up. She would be pressured. She would be losing sleep. And then every action she took would feel intense. Every post she put out would feel like there was so much meaning to it. Every single thing she did would feel hard and pressured and bad. When it's like, you know what? I am going to take this time and I'm in it till I'm in it. That post loses the tension. That rescheduling of the call doesn't feel like the end of the world. Like all of that gets different, right? And you know, that's the change. The mindset changes from almost like being at a deficit to being, um, you know, like in celebration of everything that's happening. So for example, if it's like, you know, must hit X by this month, what happens is everything is like getting compared to that benchmark, right? So everything feels like not enough. Like you spend the whole month feeling like we're not there yet. We're not there yet. It's not close enough. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Da, 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 da. And then your actions get wild. That's why people get shiny object syndrome. That's why people change strategy after strategy. That's why we jump from thing to thing because the pressure is so intense. We're trying to make it happen, make it happen, make it happen, no matter what. Versus if you're like, I am in this, right? Then I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my stuff. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to stay the track. I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to find ease in it. I'm going to feel 
different about how I'm showing up. I'm going to take time if I need to. I'm going to lean in when I can. And there's so much irony in the fact that that gets us there faster. That I have to hit it by X. So I'm always jumping from thing to thing. I'm constantly changing strategies. I'm always looking for the next thing. What's going to get me there faster? Okay, I'll try this. Fine, I'll try that. Oh my God, I took two hours to write a post because the pressure is so intense, right? Like that slows you down so much, right? So when (laughs) the benchmark is at a certain place and everything feels not that, you're gonna get into a stress cycle really quickly. When the mindset is, I'm in this for the long haul regardless, you literally see all the ways it's happening, how the business is supporting you, the progress you're making, right? Like the vantage point I can see with Rachel is like, oh my God, like this is probably the most consistent she's been with content. In, in forever because she has that support. she's has that plan. She's seeing it through. She's not pressuring herself. Um, you know, every piece of content doesn't feel so intense. She's taking the time that she needs because it doesn't feel like it has to happen tomorrow or she's a failure. Like all of this is the progress. It is the business supporting. It is the, you know, journey, right? And not only does that let you run at things, it lets you take downtime for things when needed, right? So it's really beautiful to see that it's, you know, not just about letting go of the pressure from this really woo-woo spiritual perspective, although I would argue that there is a lot to be said for that, right? It's letting go of the pressure from a really practical, what is my response to that pressure and how does it change how I show up? mentality, right? A lot of people say like, oh, I thrive under pressure. You might get a lot done, but usually it's sporadic. It's stop, start. It's chasing new things. It's whatever, right? Pressure very rarely helps us stay really present and really consistent and really in the process and really enjoy during it, (laughs) right? And that's what tends to create long-term sustainability and success in a business. Like I think what Rachel is proving to herself in this season of life is that even through the ups and downs, even when life feels crazy, even when she's, you know, having to step back, this can always progress, right? This can always move forward. She truly can take the pressure down. So I think that this is just such a beautiful, beautiful lesson that um, we're kind of being initiated into through this season and that Rachel is giving us the gift of listening to and being part of. And so I really just wanted to take this week to speak to that um, because I think that, you know, there's there's really not enough of this conversation happening in our space. And I do want to caveat that with, I get that we all, you know, need to make money and it's not like everyone just has like to say, okay, fine. If it takes two years, it takes two years. Like I can just not make money that whole time. That That's certainly not at all what I'm saying. Actually, I was definitely not in a position when I kind of let go in that moment where I had two years to not make an income. However, (laughs) you know, what's the alternative, right? Like, I think that's so important. So then you're like, well, I don't have two years, so I am not waiting around for that. And it's like, okay, so then what? Like you get another job? Okay. Like then what for Rachel? She works PR? Okay. How does she do that while building this? How do you get that job while doing it? Like, do you see what I mean? Like, I think that we think, well, if I say like, I will not wait two years, it's like, well, okay, then, but aren't you going to end up being in the same position anyway? 
like that's that's kind of the the um you know like mentality that I came to in that moment um when I was having that conversation with my mom like okay well what if it takes years like can I just keep doing what I'm doing for them can I keep making money in other ways I think that um <laughs> I've talked about this quite a bit and I'll just touch on it quickly here but I think that our industry makes it seem like you should only ever, ever, ever have a plan A. And to an extent, I agree with that. Like my business was always plan A, but I needed plan B to support plan A for a period of time, right? Rachel's plan A is this business, but she might need plan B, like PR or whatever, to support this for a period of time. And we have to not make that wrong. That doesn't mean we're not committed to plan A, right? It actually means we're really, really committed in my opinion, right? So I think that's just really important to say, you know, where certainly no one's telling you like sacrifice for two years and you can only build a business if you're willing to, um, you know, make zero income across the board for two years. I'm just saying like, if it took two years of you kind of balancing both, would you do it if ultimately you believed in that outcome? I think most of us would, right? Like I certainly know that it can be easy to be like, well, easy for you to say you, uh, <laughs> you know, made that so quickly. But I have played, you know, the long game in almost everything I've done. Like when I was getting my master's degree, I was also working full time and, you know, played the the long game. Like, hey, I'm going to work to do this thing so I can do another thing and another thing. And all of that, when I built my first business, it was the same thing. Like I'm going to do this thing while I'm also um, finishing school and while I'm also like making this transition and figuring out what I'm going to do with my life and all of this stuff. Like there's always been uh, a long-term game mentality. And I think that again, like having that is what actually made this business blow up so quickly. And the last thing I'll say on that is like, when I say the two years thing, like this is not me making a suggestion again that your business should take two years to grow. Again, I usually see quite the opposite <laughs> with uh, the majority of my clients. However, when you're in acceptance of that, that's, in my opinion, when the magic happens. I would tell you almost every one of my clients would say that. Like that we had a conversation about like, okay, so what if this takes a while? Can you hang for it? And they were pretty much like, okay. I don't know. And I was like, well, what's the alternative? <laughs> they were like, I mean, I guess, you know, keeping this job or whatever. I'm like, cool. Okay. So does that feel better? No. Okay, great. So can you hang for it if it took two years? Mm, actually, yes, that makes sense. And like letting go of that, right? I just think there's so much to that. I'm thinking of so many clients in my head right now that have now gone on to make six, multiple six and seven figures very quickly. <laughs> and it really was that turning moment of, okay, so are you in it until it works? Right. And I, again, I just wanted to speak to that because I think this is such a beautiful lesson in this season for Rachel of like, the business is here for you. Can you let it be here for you and know that you're, it's here long-term you're going to be in it until it works. There's no pressure of like, get here this one week when you can't, or like show up sooner, write content faster, any of that. And I think we'll really see that as she like initiates herself further into this lesson and learns more and more um, around that and leans more and more into this, we will see things get so much easier in terms of creating the content, how she's showing up, all that kind of stuff. So really, really just wanted to 
give that perspective. And again, really honor Rachel for taking this time. Again, if you've been listening, you know that that was probably a really, really huge step for her. So just in celebration of her for that and just sending you guys so much love and reminding you, you can take the time. You can let go of the timeline. Letting go of the timeline ultimately typically gets you uh, there so, so, so much faster. And you know, think about those alternatives. Like think about that when you're putting that pressure on and really play with how you can relieve some of that. So it actually feels good to show up. And then ironically, that way of showing up moves your business forward so much faster. So thank you guys as always for listening. I hope y'all have a beautiful week and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.